Hey, rockers. In our ongoing effort of keeping rock and roll music that deserves to be heard alive and being a place where the hardworking musicians can come and talk about it, today we are pleased to be joined by frontman Peter Summit, guitarist David Harris, and bassist Carl Rather of the band Crashing Wayward. Thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah, thanks, hey, Ralph. Thanks for having us. Yeah, great to have you guys here. So um, the band is, is well, the band in general is relatively new, right? The band came together in 2021 is my understanding. I just became familiar with you a couple of months ago or a month ago. And um, so I'd love to hear your story. Tell us about the band, how you came together. And um, let's talk about your first single and upcoming album. Well, Craig's Dave, you were here first. You want to you wanna go for it? Uh, Craigslist. <laughs> Craigslist. Always works, right? <laughs> Casey, our other guitar player, had another group at the time, and uh, their guitar player can do some shows, so I got hired to play some shows. And, you know, we were, it was going on pretty well. We were playing, you know, Tom Kiefer from the Cinderella guys and sure. uh, some other bands that were cool. And um, somewhere, I think, I want to say in Houston, somewhere in Texas, maybe, I don't remember, the, uh, the singer and Stacy had a conversation and he quit and next thing you know we're looking for a singer for that project and Stacy is a longtime friend of Pete's but they haven't talked to each other for a very long time and they got reconnected through a friend of Pete's and um you know Pete came in saying his ass off like he does typically you know we're like oh this is killer and we started doing moving forward in that project and I believe Pete one day with his uh old soul said uh now this isn't this band anymore. We need a new name. And Carl was like, God darn it. You're right, Pete. We do need it. <laughs> and um, so, because the music was kind of taking a different turn and we weren't really that band that Stacy started back in the day. So we kind of, it's a, you know, it's kind of a new band and a new thing and let the other guys interject, but that's my side of the story of how I pictured it happening. So. Gotcha. Agreement to everybody. Or yes. to me. <laughs> that was great. And then how did then who chose the name Crashing Wayward? Where'd that come from? Uh that actually came from Stacy. And it's a funny story. It was a little sore, touchy at the moment, but I think we've been crashing wayward long enough that I we can all look back at it and laugh. Stacy threw out the name. I said, That's it. Don't change it. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm glad Stacy came up with a cool band name because I suck at doing that. So it's, oh, it's so hard. And then you try to look up different. Every, it's taken, you know, before, you know, you didn't have technology where you could just look up a band. Now you just look at it. Everybody has, you know, there's 10. So that, right. the fact that there's no crashing waywards out there. Awesome. Just got to make sure you trademark it right away. Yeah. Yeah. I already yeah. have. Yes. <laughs> smart man smart man yeah i had the same thing when i was trying to come up with names for this podcast when i started doing it i had several that i wanted but i wanted to make sure i could get a dot com domain and uh, those were taken until i came up with this one and then finally i was able to get what i you know kind of wanted but this was not my first choice <laughs> like number 11 12 19 exactly, exactly. that's right that's right so you guys came together then as this unit in 2021, you're based in Vegas and somehow you got to the, uh, got noticed by Ron Keel or something because you're signed to his RFK media. How did, uh, 
you guys and Ron connect. Carl, uh, I think Stacy or Sean, those guys both go back with Ron like a, a long, long time. So I that was yeah. Yeah. Got it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for everybody because we're yeah, with Sean, all of us Sean, we can step uh, on each other. Sean was a drummer for Ron uh, back in the day in Vegas. I don't know how long ago, but that's how far they go back. Um, probably about 15 years or so. Okay. Um, and Stacy just kind of being in the circle of knowing everybody and, you know, kind of rock and stuff has known Ron. And I, I believe he's worked with him a couple of times or filled in uh, here and there. Uh, so those two go back a ways. And um, uh, Sean was actually the one that was sending Ron our songs in hopes just to get played on the streets of rock and roll RFK, you know? Right. And um, yeah, so he sent them breathe, played breathe, uh, dug it, disco kills, dug it. And then we sent him uh, a, a song stranger days that we softly released. And um, we never heard back from him or Sean never heard back from him until about a week later. And, you finally hit him up and said, you just ruined my world. You wrecked my day. <laughs> I've been hitting the space bar on a repeat. And um, and then, yeah, that kind of, the rest is history. Here we are. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I know Ron's also very crazy about Breathe, right? So yeah. uh, let's talk about that. That's like the first single that kind of is getting put out under the RFK media umbrella. Um, so tell us about that song, because it seems like um, there's quite a message in that song. Yeah. Carl, you want to say, well, Carl was, was the riff meister behind that song. So Carl, you want to take, start it off? Riff, baby. That, that, I mean, that song is proof that if you know, you got some good riffs, hang on to them. Eventually they'll see the light of day. Um, I sat on those riffs for close to 10 years, brought them to different bands. Nobody could figure out what to do with it. Um, We got into writing mode and I finally kind of figured out how to, finish the song at least according to me and um yeah to the guys and pete was just like am i allowed to write lyrics for this and like yes and, uh, <laughs> here we are so yeah that's cool we'll take it from there tell us yeah. tell us what you're thinking about yeah uh, well i mean it's really just kind of like um a song about intolerance and hope more or less you know um, even though it was written, um, at the peak of COVID and what was happening socially, I feel it's, um, really kind of like a timeless subject matter, you know, and I don't think it lyrically is, it will ever be dated. This is something we're always going to talk about, you know, and, right. um, so I think it's something that's just very relevant. And um, anthemic, which I'm really attracted to, you know, some, some preaching something anthemically. So, um, yeah, Carl uh, brought that riff in and Dave and Stacey added their, um, you know, their color to it. And, you know, my uh, lyrics and melody and it just kind of became, uh, you know, one of my favorite songs I've ever been a part of. So. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Anything to add, David, about the guitar parts or anything? um and it's it's i don't know it's i think the way we ended up end up working kind of started with that song we wrote some songs before that but 
like, you know, Carl had this riff and I kind of reimagined his riff and almost flipped it upside down because it used to be lower. I threw it higher and, and Stacy and him, uh, I think, changed the bridge around a little bit. Um, and I like and that I, bridge, by the way, very much. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I threw a bunch of slide guitar on it one day. And I texted Carl, like, Carl, I just put so much slide guitar on your song. It's cool, but it's, you know, brace yourself. Right. Yeah, but it's a cool track. Like, you know, it's, again, I think it's a, it's a collective, what we all kind of sound like in that song. It has the blues elements, has the punk elements, has the new wave elements. It has, you know, a little bit of everybody in it sprinkled with what was already there. Yeah, I would agree. Like alternative hard rock kind of is how it sounded to me, but a little bit yeah. 90s and like you say a little bit of the blues based. Yep, for sure. Um, Michael for his money, you know, so I say that again. So we're going to give Michael Bolton a run for his money. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds just like that. Sure. Uh, that's funny. When you, know, you speak of the, the, the different sounds within that song, I mean, um, who are you guys influenced by? Because you, 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 it sounds like you took a lot of things, as you basically just confirmed. Um, but what would be your key bands or influences? Uh. I would, starting with me, I would probably say Queen, of course, Freddie Mercury, David Bowie, Duran Duran, The Cult, um, and then just kind of getting into the 90s, it's going to be all the Alice in Chains, Sound Garden, Stone Temple Pilots. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I love a lot of classic soul as well, too. I grew up on classic soul. So, you know, Teddy Pendergrass, Wilson Pickett, anything mm -hmm. Motown. You know, yeah. that's, that's kind of like, uh, that's kind of where I pull a lot of uh, emotion from and my stage kind of presence is a throwback to, you know, Jackie Wilson, Michael Jackson, stuff like that. So Smokey Robinson, let's not forget him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got it. Well, that's cool. Yeah. For me, it's just, you know, it's the, the classics, you know, like, uh, the ACDCs, the Rolling Stones, Aerosmiths, you know, Motown, um, Bunny Waters, Robert Johnson, just that, you know, I just like good songs. I don't, you know, I don't care like what genre it is really. Like, mm -hmm. you know, what pop, if it's punk, it's, you know, jazz, whatever. It's, I just love good songs, like good songwriting and good songs. That's what gets my attention. So, but, you know, that's just, that's kind of, I guess, the bag that I bring in. Sure. Yeah. Car you sir what would you say you're into me no carl carl, carl. yeah carl well especially i want to know about a, ralph too after carl. especially as a bassist <laughs> i want to know I mean, yeah. the the clash um the clash See, probably we, one I, of the most yeah. the one of the most important bands probably i ever have come across in my life um guns and roses i mean the first time i heard appetite for destruction i just pointed at the stereo and was like i want to do that for a living um you know i love you know i love the bass playing on the classic motown hits like james jamerson he's he's just a huge huge deal in you know the bass playing world he just wrote so many amazing bass lines for so many amazing artists mm. you know, just incredible um storytelling wise um you know, Social Distortion, Jesse Mallon, Springsteen, um, 
that's you know a lot of singer songwriters are really important to me nice well i like your guys's influences a lot of different ones than i normally hear from people in their response to that question you guys got some different influences for sure and a good mixture good mixture yeah. between you yeah, yeah that's that's awesome so um my understanding is that i unless the dates change that this should be the month that your album is coming out is that still the case uh, you know what um i we just finalized kind of like the tracks so we're actually discussing that right now so uh gotcha. it might be so we have no hard date yet no hard date yet well, no let's say very very soon spring's a good time yeah yeah definitely by spring this spring yeah got it got it all right well then what are you guys up to you're getting that finalized and you got some live dates you're playing in nashville next month still right yep at, at, at the rock and pod i think yes. it is rock yep. and pod expo and keel fest too at um bowie's in uh nashville yeah 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 and then doing any dates closer to home before then yeah, we play uh, Vamped in Vegas, uh, March 11th, so one week prior. And then um, we've got a, we just landed a slot at Brooklyn Bowl at the end of March. We'll be playing with uh, Saliva and Puddle of Mud, so that should be a good time. And that'll be Pete's birthday show, so, you know. Oh, special. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a cake involved, who knows? Um, <laughs> was I supposed to say that out loud? Yeah. Uh, yeah, ruined the surprise. Yeah, you know, that's what I do. Um, and then uh, we've got, the end of April, we've got, uh, was it the, the Bullhead Run motorcycle? Bullhead Run, yeah. Yeah. That's that's with Slaughter, so your audience will, uh, should know about them, right? Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. Mark's a friend of this show. Yeah, cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, that's great. So you got a lot of live dates coming up. And then I assume if the record's not quite ready for release yet, you're also not sure about the next single release either then probably. And had, uh, I assume there'll be another single ahead of the album. Yeah, we're yeah. starting to talk now, actually. So we're kind of having discussions like, what should be next? You know, I know Pete well, wants to go with a whole lot of love, but I'm like, dude, we didn't record that song at all, so we can't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll have to be the soundtrack version, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe just do a whole new single, like, you know, Tears of a Clown or something. Yeah. You know, yeah just throw go. a cover out there. <laughs> do a go-go version of it. I like this idea. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I think we're just kind of like running to the problem of having too many good songs, Ralph. And um, so. Tough problem should... to have, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, like I say, I, I think somewhere in all the information that I've got on you, that I was looking forward to uh, February for the record, but I guess I'll have to wait because I am anxious to hear more material because I really, I mean, honestly, I really do dig the Breathe uh, song. So I'm anxious oh, to hear you. what else you got along with it. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, I think we got something for everybody. We got some really good, like, hard bangers and we got some, like, really nice mid-tempo stuff. So there's something for everybody on this album. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. And earlier today, I posted a link to your uh, video for breathe as well. And um, I'll end up adding that the, um, the interview we're doing right now, I usually will put it on YouTube, but then I also put it on my regular site audio only in that case, the other thing will be all this, all our faces, but um, on the audio version, I'll add 
uh, breathe again at the end of the interview. We'll play that. Oh, nice. Sweet. Oh, cool. So, yeah. All right. So what else should we know? Um, obviously, uh, you do have a website, crashingwayward.com. What else should we know about the band that I haven't asked you? Hmm. Hmm. Deep <laughs> thoughts, deep thoughts. You know, we like pizza after shows. Pete, that's now you got to do a gig in Chicago then, my hometown. We'll get you good oh, pizza I, there. Oh, that sounds great. Uh, craft beers. Definitely craft beers after the show. Okay, that we can get near my house here. We got some good <laughs> good places here. Out of bounds is a good one. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> good coffee. I think we all like good coffee too. Oh, yes. chocolate milk. That's my favorite <laughs> beverage. <laughs> um, I, I I I think you know if you want to find us anywhere, you know we're on all the social media sites. At you know usually it's at Crashing Wayward. I don't think there's any other words by in any of the sites. You know TikTok, Twitter instagram wherever you choose to socialize musically but uh yeah we're we're really proud of this record that we have coming out and uh we have i think we're settling on 11 songs hopefully for a spring release we're gonna come up with a new video a new single more shows coming what else do we have to talk about um i would just say to anybody that if they if they get a chance to see us if we come to town or um if there is that opportunity, definitely come see us because we are a show to catch. We put on a show. I believe and, uh, that. Yeah. And we're really nice guys. So come talk to us. Yes, afterwards. we're very humble. There you go. There you go. You work, work, <laughs> work the merch table after the show, right? Absolutely. Yep. They hide everybody. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to hear more. Um, I guess we covered the dates. We got all the social media. And there's actually even if you don't want to go to YouTube and check the video or the link I posted today, there's actually you can just go to breathevideo.com also to catch breathe. And um, where'd you guys? I guess we didn't really talk about the video though. Where'd you guys shoot that at? Uh, we shot, we shot that. that at yeah, what uh, counts? Desert Moon. Um, yeah, Desert Moon. Yeah, uh, yeah. Danny Coker, uh, right. Yeah. Um, so count 77, uh, his shop, uh, you know, what it counting cars, blue. Yeah, counting, yeah. counting blue cars, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's his, his studio and, um, it's just, um, really big space and we able to, uh, get kind of like a big blank wall so we could project. And we just had a really cool director called me, uh, named Nathan Wright, um, come and just shoot us. And that I believe that was uh uh what November of when did we shoot that? Yeah, November of twenty twenty. Yeah, so we we're still yeah. wow, kind of, still heavy pandemic time then, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, when you couldn't see anybody without thinking that you caught something, and right, know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it's don't weird. Breathe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That should have been the title. Don't breathe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, the video looks cool. I'm not a, uh, I always tell everybody, I'm not a huge video guy. I always like to listen to a song without any visual representation first because I love music so much that I like to know what it makes me feel and think about what the song means to me before I see any, any other idea of what that song may be about. So I tend to always soak up all the audio quickly and listen to it repeatedly before I bother checking out any video because I like to just have my own feelings about the song you know totally yeah 
I totally understand that. Um, yeah, and I was super, uh, Dave has a great guitar collection too. So I was super thankful that we started that video with his Gretsch, kind of throw back to Billy Duffy. That's why I use nice. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you a collector? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I love guitars. So I uh, spend too much money on guitars. Well, <laughs> I don't spend too much money on guitars. I can always use more. So. If anybody wants to send me any free vintage guitars, you know, I can give you my address. Well, I was at a uh, guitar expo this weekend in uh, Illinois, and mm -hmm. there was uh, two guitars that you probably would have drooled over then. There was a, uh, and they were both Les Pauls, 62 and a 68. The 62 was uh, going for only $60,000, and Ooh. the uh, 68 was going for only 32000 So a couple of bargains to be had there. Nice. A, wow. Les Pauls. <laughs> Six, and well, it's it's the Les Paul Junior, so it's a '62. It's the uh, the SG shape before it became the SG. Mm -hmm. There's that year one, '61, '62, '63. So I have a uh, one of those. It's probably one of my favorite guitars. It sounds so good. I write so many songs on it. You know, good like those old guitars. Why I like using old guitars because I feel like they have stories in them, right you now. And it's it's a great. And you're just kind of like when you're for me, you know, when I'm just playing, I don't like to think. So I, I use it as like almost like the antenna and the stories are in there, hopefully coming out through my fingers or whatever. But yeah, it's, yeah that's those. what I was going to say. It's mainly the fingers that make it. That's why Jeff Beck was so special because nobody can sound quite like Jeff Beck. And I think because it, it's just all in his hands, you know, what comes from here to his hands. Yeah, that guy's amazing. Yeah, such a such a hit with that guitar. It's such a unique voice. Like the way he did the like the whammy bar and stuff. It's like it's crazy. Totally. Yeah, totally. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, uh, I love guitars too. I don't collect a lot of them, but I do love them. So oh. yeah, I've, uh, I'm always busting out new guitars with the band. Like whenever we play, I have my go-to, I have my go-tos because I think they sound the best with these guys, but there's a couple sure. ones I interview. So. Yeah, of course. Of course. But those two Les Pauls I was looking at this weekend. Oh boy, they were beautiful. But uh, sure I don't my price range big time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I won't keep you. Um, I'm excited for you. I'm look, we'll look forward to the album. I'll certainly keep spreading the word when uh, we do get official release dates and the next single. And uh, let's see, I'm trying to see if I have the date, the exact date for your Nashville show. Oh, March 18th. So March 18th is Keel Fest. And uh, so that'll be one great opportunity right there to see you guys, plus all the other dates you just mentioned. So the very next date is when again and where? uh march 11 at vamped in las vegas march 18 uh at keel fest 2 at bowie's in nashville um march uh, 31st 31st pete's birthday yeah. uh at uh, brooklyn bowl in las vegas and then april 29th at uh it's bullhead bullhead river run bullhead city Head City River Run. That sounds yeah. right. I, Is that Arizona? Yeah, Arizona. Yeah. Got it. Well, yeah. I might just have to come down to the birthday one so I can see the cake. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for uh, your time today and telling us about the band. Uh, always love discovering new bands, especially when they rock hard like you guys do. And I wish you a lot of continued success and a lot of uh, success with the album. Uh, to it upon its release so thanks to the guys from crashing wayward we were joined by peter summit david harris carl rather 
and I look for their album soon. And if you haven't already checked out their single Breathe, if you come over to the audio version of this show, you'll hear it again. And uh, we'll continue to keep featuring Crashing Wayward in the weeks and months to come. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks Ralph. Appreciate it. Thank you.